All right, welcome back to another episode of As the Drum Turns. I'm Laura Smith here with Jeff Hollingshead today. How's it going, Jeff? Very well. Very well. Good, good. All right. So we're just kind of here in the office talking about everything that's going on um, in our company and all the exciting things. So share with us um, what's on your mind. <laughs> um, <clears throat> been, been a busy week. Been in uh, Savannah Monday with Ty Stone and Tim Langelier. Uh, double trouble. So we had, we had a good good time together. And then we went up to Charleston on Tuesday. And uh, spent some time with Gordon there and that their team up in Charleston. So excited about being in that market too. And uh, stay stayed the night there Monday night in Charleston. It's a beautiful uh, beautiful town. It but is. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it really, really is. And then also got to meet with Haywood Monday evening and discuss with him. Uh, and excited about our new you know mobile division. Yeah. That that Haywood is going to be the GM of. And so uh, basically we've got. A num- we acquired six portables when we bought Southeast, and we already had about six portables or so that we're using across the country on different jobs right now. So now we're, you know, we've got 12, 12 portables that are on 12 different jobs across the country. That's right. So tell me kind of where across the country. I talked to Eric Gensley just briefly for a moment, a moment about this, and he was real excited about locations and where you guys are going to be. Yeah, I mean, we, really, we're going to cover coast to coast with you know, with plants, and we we have the opportunity all of the all the time. Uh, we get calls to take over jobs and do jobs from all over the country. I mean, we we had a job in Seattle that we could have done. We've had jobs in Arizona we could have done. Uh, you know, really all over. We just didn't. We weren't set up to do that, and and that hadn't really been an interest of ours. But now, uh, with hey, with his experience and. Uh, uh, I think it's going to be a really great thing. Right, right now we're doing jobs in Texas, doing jobs in, uh, uh, obviously doing the Facebook in Tennessee, doing a job in Ohio, doing multiple jobs in Georgia, doing a job in Florida. Uh, so we've got portables uh, already across the many of our states that we operate in. And now the way that we put this together with Haywood kind of taking the charge, I think it's going to be really a great opportunity for us to grow significantly and grow on the portable. And I think that opens the doors for, for a couple of things, allows us to go into some new markets that maybe we're not participating in already. And then also in the markets that we're already in, when we take over a big job, we don't want that to hurt our day day business. Right. And and having the portables and the ability to go pop a plant up and on site, on site, take our truck demand down significantly uh, and having expertise that, that to do that, I think is going to be a big benefit for us. So tell me how we let our customers know about this. Is this just in the hands of sales and GMs to say, how do we promote it? Yeah, I think right now I'm not too over I'm over I'm cautious to promote okay. because you'll get way you're gonna, yeah. we'll get all the business we could ever want <laughs> so it's taking care of the customers that we already have mm-hmm. and looking for opportunities to go pop that plant up like we're doing uh, the Amazon and, and Crocs building up at Piqua uh, and, and the guys at Piqua are doing just a phenomenal job at managing and doing uh, running that job and so we, we put up a Vince Hagen plant Hagenator next to our stationary plant to help service that job. And so that's just one example, same way Facebook and Gallatin. We've got plans all across Tennessee, but we put two plans up side by side to do that particular project to take truck demand down and to have redundancy in our service to, to do a good job on that job. So there's a, all of our customers bring jobs to us all of the time. And now it's just us making the decision internal 
do we want to put a portable plant up to, to service a job? Do we want to put a stationary, you know, running out of stationary plants? But but now we've got bullets in the gun, so to speak. You know, we've got options. And uh, us having the ability to, to really quote jobs that may be a little further out. There's been a lot of jobs. It's not like they're in a, you know, 2,000 miles away. They're 50 minutes away. There, For instance, there was a Dollar General on the west side of Houston. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that we that we could have gotten with with Jayton, we really didn't bid the job because we couldn't service. It was fifty minutes from our plants. Well, fifty minutes is just too far, and we didn't have the portables to to support it. But now now we do. So it really opens up uh, the playbook for us to be able to go out, take care of the serv- the customers that we have in the markets that we already participate in. And then as we continue to grow, uh, that portable business will be will be able to to branch out and to to all the, all the different states out there. Yep. So it's exciting. It's so exciting. that's SRM Mobile, and then you SRM should call Mobile. it Coast to Coast. Coast to Coast. <laughs> Sounds like a basketball Haywood, name. Coast to Coast. <laughs> that's right. So it's, uh, right. it's, it's going to be good. Very very much looking forward to that. And we announced uh, Danielle Pudva as our GM in Tallahassee last mm-hmm. week, and then uh, I said we had another change. And so in North Alabama, Gary Farmer is going to be or is our new GM now. So <laughs> – very excited to have Gary Farmer in that role. He's been with us for a number of years uh, and been doing this for many, many years. So I, Gary knows how we uh, how we want to operate. He's been been around us closely, lived in, in Tennessee, lives in Tennessee, and, and so he knows how we want to run it and run it like SRM. So I'm excited about that. That North Alabama market is just robust and growing, and uh, I'm excited to have his leadership and and to get uh, get everyone corralled and 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 run that thing the way we want to run it. So yeah. congratulations to Gary. That's congrats, Gary. I know we'll, we'll we will miss him, but he will not be that far away from where we are from Middle Tennessee. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, and real quick, um, I don't know if we talked <clears throat> about our time at Wild Adventures. I mean, that happened mm. last weekend, so no. <laughs> I guess we did. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a really long week. <laughs> we had. An incredible time with uh, with at Wild Adventures in Valdosta, Georgia. We had a lot of people show up. I think our ticket count was around night was just I think uh, almost nineteen hundred people. Um, wow! So that yep. many people showed up, and, and it was a hot day. Um, but they, it seems like we had a lot of smiles and faces, and we just love seeing everybody. They're very just a really sweet group down there. <laughs> I'm very, sure you don't want to be called sweet. Very kind group. <laughs> well, very very appreciative. And, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people put a lot of effort and work in. Laura does uh, uh, just pours a lot of effort and work in all these events that we do. You know, we're doing an event, did an event in Kentucky Kingdom, did the one there for the, uh, in Valdosta, Georgia. This coming weekend is our Fourth July party, yeah. and so in Middle Tennessee, which is kind of legendary. I'm, yes, I look forward to it every year. Very excited about that. We're doing an event in Little Rock doing an event in Texas. Yep. So we got a lot that's of things. We, we, we just want folks to know, you know, how much we appreciate them. And that's why we do these events. And, that's right. and, uh, you know, and I, and I, and I think folks do, and, and it's, uh, we certainly appreciate them. And, and, and turnout is just incredible. When you get 1900 people mm-hmm. to come to an event, that's huge. And we had a similar crowd in Kentucky. I think that's we right. had, Two thousand people in Kentucky. Yeah, we, yeah, so. we, we had yeah some somewhere around there. <clears throat> Very close on both. So it's uh, 
very good. You know, just just good. And I think it's good for our company, right? I mean, we want to build a family company, and and that goes a long way towards that goal. It does. It. We. I remember going with my my dad works for still to this day works for Bridgestone, um, and company picnics were just such a big deal to me. I remember almost every single one I attended, and um, I just thought it was the best thing, and. And I, yeah, I just loved it. So I, it's, your kids will remember it. <laughs> For sure. I remember I went on one vacation when we were kids. One. Like yeah. people don't believe that. But my dad, you know, he worked, he was busy yes. working and, and we had a great childhood and all that stuff, but we never went on vacation and we went to Disney World one time. How old were you? I was like 10, <laughs> 11. <clears throat> and, and we went for five days, and I thought that was just so amazing. Yeah. So, I, you know, you see these kids at these theme parks and, and the different things, and you do make, you know, I think it makes a lasting impact. And we're really, we're doing it for selfish reasons. We're just trying to convince them to get their CDL. Yeah. I talked to someone's son. <laughs> he was 15 years old. I said, hey, man. Here's your free ticket, but you better get your CDL when you turn yeah. 18 because we need operators. <laughs> That's right. I'm just joking, but it was, it was all good good fun for well, sure. Well, speaking of our operators, you have Big something you really wanted to uh, to share. This is something you've been working on and your, your, the leadership team and your family. You, yep. So talk, talk to us about that. Yeah, we, we discussed uh, internally. We were trying to figure out a way um, to take care of our folks a little bit better. And, and as you guys know, we've... We had, it's been a, it's been a, a crazy busy year. People are working incredibly hard, so we had a big wage increase this year. We lowered our insurance premiums significantly that I, you know, many have seen and taken advantage of. And then uh, <clears throat> we have announced this week our Saturday bonus program. Saturday bonus program, which is uh, really, I think, it's going to be a huge benefit for everyone. And basically. If you work here and you're you're under one of the uh, one of under one of the groups that that get the bonus, then every Saturday that you work, you get a hundred dollars, and you accrue those hundred dollars over the course of a year, and then on your Christmas bonus, they they pay out. So if you worked if you worked every Saturday all year long, which is probably not going to happen, but let's just say you did. If you worked every Saturday all year long, then you would get a, a, a fifty-two hundred dollar bonus on top of your Christmas bonus. Mm-hmm. But if you work twenty of them, or you get two thousand, or if you work forty, you get four thousand. Yeah. So this is a huge, huge benefit yeah. to everybody. And and there's going to be some questions, and there's information uh, that we sent out this week about it, and that there's a video out there that we made introducing the program. Please watch it. And then read read the information of, of what you know how to qualify, uh, but it's super simple. We made it to where you know if you come to work and you're doing your job, you're going to qualify uh, to get this additional bonus. And at Christmas time, if you're getting a check for two, three, four, five thousand dollars on you know on top of your already Christmas bonus, mm-hmm. you know that's a lot. That's a lot at Christmas to to be able to. Take care of your family, and your kids are going to expect. Yeah, it's going to be. Nice. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be awesome, and you know, it's a big sacrifice in this industry. That's right. It's an incredible sacrifice. You're away from your family a lot. I am cognizant of that, and we want to make sure that we're doing all we can as our family, me and my dad, and my brother. We want to make sure that we're trying to to do the best we can for you guys, and uh, and that's that's what that's what we came up with, and and so I hope. I hope that helps, and and obviously, it's a huge cost to our company. I mean, I don't want to say the number; it's millions and millions and millions of dollars. And but uh, 
it's a huge cost to you guys uh, when you sacrifice time away from your family. That's right. And so we want to make sure that we're we're doing all we can uh, to take care take care of you. And so uh, uh, if you got any questions about that, speak to speak to your local HR. They can help you. Bear with us a little bit here in the beginning. It's going to be a lot of questions, and we'll 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 get through it. But basically, if you clock in on Saturday, you're a part of one of the groups that get paid the hundred bucks. We're we're going to track that all year for you. At the end of the year, you're going to get going to get your bonus. Okay, that sounds like all is well. Yeah, that's right. All is that's well. right. If you have any questions, again, they just Speak like you to said, HR. HR. Yep. That's that's exactly right. Absolutely. Don't, yeah. Okay. Um, well, let's we've we've. Uh, We'll just dive right in real quick. We've got a few minutes left. So uh, people are reading along with us with the Think Again by Adam Grant. And uh, this chapter is hilarious because it starts right off with um, the title of it is The Joy of Being Wrong. Uh you know, that's yeah, that that's you don't hear those. Right. <laughs> you don't hear that those words aren't often paired together, the joy of being wrong. I get um so not angry, but you know nobody likes to be wrong. Nobody likes to call out and be wrong. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, but go ahead. Go ahead. Go you ahead. go ahead. Okay. Okay. So, uh, um, and it, the whole point of this is that you know the title of the book is "Think Again," and, and I think what they're trying to say, the joy of being wrong. There's so many lessons here um, in quotes from this chapter uh, that I think that we can learn. For for one example, um, you know it says. It shares a quick little um, excerpt from, from um, I think, a, a British physicist. We don't talk about that much here in the concrete world. <laughs> it says, <laughs> um, in the early 1990s, uh, the, a British physicist, Andrew Lynn, published a major discovery in the world's most prestigious science journal. So this is a published thing that, you know, that he... He, uh, he had, uh, he proclaimed, um, and he presented this as evidence that a planet could orbit um, a star, a star that exploded in a supernova. Several months later, while preparing to give a presentation at an astron- astronomy conference, he noticed that he hadn't adjusted for the fact that the Earth moves um, in an orbit. Not a circular one. He was embarrassing. He was very embarrassed and just wrong. Uh, the planet he discovered uh, that he published it didn't even exist. So, so with that, in front of hundreds of colleagues, it says that he walked into the ballroom stage and admitted his mistake. And when he finished his confession, the room exploded in a standing ovation. Um, and somebody said that commented and said it was the most honorable thing that they've ever seen. But you know, when we admit that we're wrong, um, it doesn't make us less competent. It's just, it's really a that's it's a huge thing that you can do. It's yeah. you're honest. So tell me, tell me. I know that we're not a physicist here, but t- talk to me a little bit about how that relates to concrete. <laughs> <coughs> well, I'm, I in think life, it, I think it does. I mean, just this. It's funny that we you bring this up this week, and and the book is where it is because Tuesday I. I had to, I didn't have to, but I chose to apologize to uh, some of the Charleston leadership, Gordon, and then the main the main dispatcher there. Uh, I apologized to him because we botched the rollout when we went live with those guys. We didn't have enough, uh, we didn't have enough people there to really help them through the, through becoming SRM. And I could give them a re, you know reasons for that. We bought 22 plants in Dallas. I had a big team over there. I had a very qualified team in Savannah. I had a very qualified team up in Michigan. But Macon and Charleston, we just we we didn't cover it well. And there's nobody nobody's fault but mine. You know, we had planned poorly. 
and just had weak spots in those areas. And if I'd have planned better, I could have picked the phone and got the right people there to help make that process a lot smoother. So I just apologize. You know, it's like, hey, I was wrong. I learned from that personally. And the next time we do an acquisition, big or small, we're going to have the right people in the right spot. And so I, it, I think it is, you know, admitting that you're wrong at times, is it's not a bad thing. You know, it's just, it goes back to confident humility. You know, mm-hmm. we spoke about that and being humble in the sense and knowing that we're, none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. We're going to make bad decisions at times. Many of the decisions that, I, that I've made, I've had to reverse. You know, I used the Zillow as a, as a for instance, uh, yeah. a few yeah. months ago. And just a, just didn't work out, you know. Sometimes the things we do just don't work out, and uh, we, we need to be aware of it. And, and don't be so stubborn and hard-headed that you think, well, this is just the way it's, it is and the way it's going to be. I don't want to be that. I mean, there's some things that are foundational to our company. I, I think they're very, very important. We don't ever need to go away from it. There's a lot of disputable things that – just because we did it this way doesn't mean it's not better doing it that way. And then recognizing when we're wrong, admitting to it, and moving on. That's big. I, I do think a lot of people, some people are terrible at admitting they're wrong uh, just because they're proud or arrogant. Yeah. And and they're just terrible at that. And and so that's a problem in itself. There are some people that are, are good at admitting they're wrong but are bad and not at, at letting it go. If you're wrong, that's okay, but you got to let it go. Mm-hmm. Like I made a mistake in Charleston. I didn't lose sleep last night. I, I made a mistake. I, I apologize. Right. I fixed it. We move on. Yeah. That's it. We just move on. If you make a mistake, you move on. Yeah. You know, we speak about I speak about it at church all the time. So we we all are gonna fall short. We're all gonna we're all gonna do things that we wish we wouldn't have said, say things we wish we wouldn't have, do things we wish we wouldn't have. But the difference between us and other people, the difference between us and other companies is that we brush we get up, we brush ourselves off, we keep going forward. We keep rowing the boat in our same direction. We do that, we'll be fine. If we just lay down in our mistakes and wonder why, or you know, just regret everything that we did, then then you know, the next the next decision you make is going to be wrong too, because you're, all you're thinking about is what you did wrong. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. You know, I'm going to correct it, and move on, admit when we're wrong, and uh, and not get emotionally attached to just being right. That's right. That's right. Have you ever had um, an instance instance where I don't dispatch a plant manager? I'm not picking on on these individuals, but I'm just saying, have there been instances where they um, that you know of that they admitted they're wrong to their to their team and um, you know anything like that? Like as far as them just. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I've had you know they. I mean, you earn a lot of respect when you admit that you're wrong to your to to your team to your people, or when you say, "Hey, you know, we're all learning here." I mean, yeah, that, I mean, I've had a lot of conversations like that. I mean, I you know, I've been in the middle of conversations where I had made my mind up that some a particular person didn't need to work here anymore uh, because of of the mistakes that they made, attitude that they had, and we're sitting down having a candid conversation, and that person said to me. You know what? I, you're right. I was wrong. I'm wrong. I'm going to fix it. And that person still works for us mm-hmm. today. Uh, and you say, well, because I made, I changed my mind about based on what they said. It wasn't, you know, you're wrong. They get real defensive. Uh, they just admit, they, you know what? You're right. I, I am wrong. I, I made a mistake. Give me a chance to fix it. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it's hard. It's hard to get. It's hard not to give those kind of people a second chance. Think about it from a customer perspective. If you call and you're aggravated at a company and you say, you know what, 
sir or madam, you're right. You're 100% right. We messed up. I'm going to fix it. Here's how I'm going to fix it. Uh, I hope you give us a second chance. Right. 99% of the time, you didn't lose that customer. And, and that, that's the same with coworkers, plant managers, plant maintenance, whatever you do at this company, just admitting because we know, you know, when you're when you're wrong, mm-hmm. instead of just fighting it and arguing your way out of it, why not just hey, let's back up, made a mistake. Here's how I want to fix it and move on. If we do that. I think we'll be uh, a much better company in the long run for sure. That's right. We can all learn from one another. That's okay. right. Awesome, Jeff. Well, exciting stuff, exciting news, and uh, I hope everyone has a wonderful Fourth of July weekend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Sounds great. All right. Have everybody have a great week.